Hello everyone, this is Adam West. Uh, maybe you're thrilled to buy adventures, right, on Batman there? Hmm? My secret true identity, Bruce Wayne, millionaire philanthropist. Anyway, I'm glad to talk to you all and have the privilege of doing the following. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I have one, one word for you. Look, I'm very much afraid you'll have to identify yourself because this conversation is becoming more and more preposterous. I'm lonesome. I hate you! You can't stop the bastard talking. No answer. It's another one of those filthy anonymous calls. I was wondering when you were going to call. What are you talking about? I know how to talk to people. I don't like that kind of talk. Now just stop it, it upsets me. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. What kind of talk is that? Modern talk? Let's take our next call. Hello. Nobody to talk to but your radio. Listen, this is strictly nowhere. You've got a lot of sick, old-fashioned ideas about working hard and living clean, and it's all a lot of junk. I'm too tired to listen. Showtime! 
smile and blow me a kiss for this one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Sure, the talk show. You know, people phone in and make a beef. Oh, what about? Whatever happens to bug you, that's what you talk about. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he sets him straight. Well, that sounds good. It is me, Chris T, here on a new Aerial View Live on the houndnyc.com. Join me here by phone. Okay, it's a Google Voice number. What do you want me to say? But it is in Palm Springs, and I'm still trying to figure out if there's a way for me, like if it was a Stephen King novel, somehow I would switch places with my own area code. I would just, somehow I would be in Palm Springs, and you could call me there. Instead of it just being a farce, like most things are these days. In case you've never heard Aerial View before, this is a live Phone in, one-hour talk show. I first started doing it in 1989, and you would think I would know better by now. Why? Why is he still doing it? Why? That's what you're sitting there asking yourself, right? Why, why, why? Why is he still doing it? Pack it in. Just pack it in. And every week I think, no, no. Voices, no. I shan't. I won't. I can't. I don't want to. This is the one hour of the week I get to indulge myself. You know, I could just go eat a big bowl of ice cream, I suppose, but this seems to keep the pounds off doing it like this, indulging myself like this. So why don't you indulge me and we'll indulge each other? What do you say? Let's be indulgent. At 760-422-5528. And uh, before anything else, it might be time for an upside-down update. Now, that is what I call uh, the news, basically. It's just the news, okay? I'll admit it, as long as we're admitting things. And uh, I, just like to, I just like to go over the news to remind myself and and you if you're listening just what absurd times we are living in what absurd strange surreal unbelievable in many ways times we are living through right now i look around and i go what the fuck more often than i would care to admit i don't like walking around saying what the fuck but that's what I find myself doing. I see many things and I think, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? There's something happening and you don't know what it is. But then you open up the newspaper and there it is. There's a guy named Hyde who apparently was keeping tabs on uh, the uh, ambassador to Ukraine. And uh, tail, like it made it seem like he was tailing her in these uh, communications with Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of 9-11. I mean, mayor of New York. And Rudy's over there, uh, you know, with Lev Parnas and the other guy from whatever the hell his name was, running their uh, fraud guarantee company and uh, communicating with this stooge, Hyde. Mr. Hyde. I don't even know if there's a Dr. Jekyll. Mr. Hyde, major contributor to the Trump campaign and uh, running for office somewhere, God knows where. I hope to never go there. How's that? Wherever this guy could possibly be voted in. You just look at him and you go, yeah, that guy's got roid rage or something. There's something wrong over there. Uh, Referred to in the paper... And again, by the paper, I mean the New York Times. Robert Hyde, erratic ex-landscaper. That's one of the best things I've ever read in a major American newspaper. It's not nearly as good as Headless Body and Topless Bar, but you got to take what you can get in this, the year of our Lord. What Lord? January uh, 17th, 2020. 
And I was thinking just before going on the air here, and yes, I say I know it's I say the air. I know it's not the air. It's the internet. And later on, it's a podcast, and you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. A cast or a cast or however you say it. I don't know. They bought the company that I was using to host the podcast, and now I, I'm at the top of the alphabet. Isn't that something? A A cast. Hey, hey! Cast, as I like to say it, here in New Jersey. By the way, I'm tired of defending New Jersey. You had to do it just before going on the air with uh, somebody who uh, befriended me back when I was doing trucking radio a few years ago. And a former truck driver, I believe now retired, living like all the way on the west side of the United States and, you know, uh, not even in this country, but in Canada. Did I say the west side of the United States? No, the west side of North America is what I meant to say. Let me correct myself. And every time I interact with this guy on Facebook, it's always unpleasant. He's always insulting me or insulting New Jersey. or You know these people who just, they make it, they, they want to pull this thing on you. They, they want to do this thing on you where they, they're trying to t- basically tell you you don't know how to live life, and I figured out how to live life. And if you were living life like I'm living life, then you wouldn't be having a hard time living life because that's how they interpret these things that I write and I say on Facebook. And I, I, I think that there's a lot of misinterpretation going on there. Like they think that I'm, I don't know what they think I'm doing. Complaining? Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, complaining has gotten a really bad reputation. You know, all these people, the PMA people, the positive mental attitude people, the people who want to preach positivity, you find out later they wiped out their family on a winter afternoon and fled. You know what I'm saying? Is that what's bothering you, Bunky? But the FBI visited Robert Hyde's home, erratic ex-landscaper. And uh, they went to his home and his business in Connecticut, or Connect the Shit as the truckers used to call it. Because you got to go through it to get to New England, you know. A 95. Huh? Does that sound appealing or what? But uh, electronic messaging, quote, suggested he had been illegally tracking the American ambassador to Ukraine, and he's writing things to Rudy about, you know, uh, they are moving her tomorrow, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there are pictures of him with our president several times and one they're like just two really really pink people in white shirts with some kind of Trump logo on them and the president is giving the thumbs up and he looks rested and relaxed and like he's in his element because you know he's on one of his own properties and everybody's kissing his ass and telling him how great he is, and no one wants to say, hey, you're a fraud and a phony, and you're going to destroy this country. I don't care how well things are going on Wall Street. What's happening in the real economy? What's happening in the real world? Where to earn $200 today, I spent roughly eight hours and uh, drove out to Parsippany and humped a lot of gear and then brought it all back and put it all away. And that's you could see the whole story of that on my Facebook page. And this is what this fella who lives out in British Columbia, I guess, took issue with today. Because I I put this up. I wrote down my thoughts when I returned. And, and maybe you can accuse me of TMI. Maybe oversharing. I, 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 okay. You know... But I want to, this show, by the way, is the Action Plan 2020 edition of Aerial View. I know it's taken me almost 16 minutes to say that. And this show's only on until 7 p.m. The phone number here is 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. My phone number in Palm Springs. And it's ringing somewhere in a tasteful mid-century modern with a kidney-shaped indoor swimming pool. Just picture that, and you'll be fine. But there's a picture of these two very pink individuals. One's the president. God knows how we how we managed to do that. I, the Russians, of course. Facebook, of course. Stupidity, greed, racism, anti-Semitism, 
uh, of course. Uh, all the people who wanted to make America great again, now going to be responsible for driving it over a cliff. They'll probably vote for this guy again. How many people are going to walk away with the economy? Humming along, they look and they go, oh, how many jobs have been created? Well, what, what kind of jobs? And how many jobs should one person have, by the way? Why don't we have that conversation? Because if you have two or more jobs, well, I would argue that that's more jobs than you really want or should have to have, see? But no, we've been, uh, we've been sold this bill of goods. And I'm sorry to that guy that's living out there on the west side of the North American continent in Canada. Somewhere around the Vancouver area. Vancouver, British Columbia, not the other Vancouver. I say one of them should have to change its name. Why? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Uh, but I was doing an upside-down update, right? So a little bit more of the news about this erratic ex-landscaper. As the story goes on, it just gets better and better. He's not only following around or supposedly keeping tabs on Yovanovitch, um, but there was some kind of weird incident with him where they had to come and basically cart him off in handcuffs. He was like running amok in a church and shooting videos of himself in the church. Uh, I, is this guy from Connecticut too? Wait a minute. Maybe there's a con- Connecticut theme. Oh yeah, he is. He's Here it is. Quote, Mr. Hyde is one of four Republicans vying to challenge Representative Johanna Hayes, a first-time Democrat in Connecticut. Last month, he came under fire for members of his own party for a vulgar tweet about Senator Kamala Harris, Democrat of California, when she dropped out of the presidential race. The tweet was later deleted. And then the chair of the GOP in Connect the Shit asked Rob Hyde to end his bid for Congress. He tweeted out, I have asked Rob Hyde to end his bid for Congress campaign is a distraction for the Democrats to raise money and falsely label all Republicans with his antics. In my view, he is not helping other Republican candidates or Donald Trump win. Unquote. J.R. Romano said that. So now, I keep telling you it gets better, right? So this guy's giving tens of thousands of dollars in political contributions to Republican causes and Second Amendment causes and, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of causes. And then they find out that he's behind on his child support payments. I mean, really. This is why I call it the Upside Down. It would just... You remember when the GOP was the party, supposedly? They sold themselves as the party of law and order and respect for authority and withholding tradition and being fiscally responsible and just all that shit you know like it used to enrage me because when i was a kid i remember thinking that's not the party of the working class they don't care about the working class and uh, i you know i think it may have proven out that's what i think anyway uh let's see who's on the phone hello welcome to aerial view and Matt from Jersey. Hey, Matt from Jersey. I had to defend New Jersey again tonight. I'm know, tired of defending New Jersey. I really I do on like a, a daily, if not weekly basis. You know, how do you handle it? How do you, Matt, is the uh, director of Guttenberg Arts there in Guttenberg, New Jersey, which uh, mm-hmm. is supposedly the most densely populated part of a densely populated of the most densely populated state. In the country, and that doesn't mean that the people are dense. It just means that they're all packed in tight. You know why? Because Jersey's where it's at, and people want to be here. It is. <laughs> you know, we got, we got the low, the low cost of living comparative to New York, I guess. Yeah. Easy access into the city. Um, we got gardens. We got flea markets. We got, uh, you know, trails. All kinds of. You know, I don't know. We got, we got all got kinds balls. of stuff. We got all kinds of. But I the, do. the point is this: yeah. we, you know, we are, we're here. We're like the bulwark uh, against New York for the rest of you and the rest of the country. If you wanted to buffer, New Jersey is it. All you people in Pennsylvania, do you remember? Exactly. Are you old enough to remember when you would drive from New Jersey into Pennsylvania 
there were signs that I swear to God said America begins here. And it was like an official sign that the state government of Pennsylvania put up. And I would, every time I would do that drive and I'd see that sign, I'd go, what, am I, am I not living in the real America? <laughs> Wait, I think going into Pennsylvania, that's where America starts? Well, or, or... yeah. You would drive from Jer- New Jersey into Pennsylvania and there would be a sign that says America begins here. And, and I would just always, like, scratch my head and, and go, what, what is it? What did I just come from? Did I... Am I not living yeah. in America? I mean, no one told me. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's not nice. So that's not nice of Pennsylvania. Yeah. No, I, the only thing I remember growing up in was uh, was the ad for New Jersey. New Jersey and you perfect together. New Jersey and you, per- you have to do it like uh, Thomas Kane used to perfect. say. Perfect together. Yeah. New Jersey and you, perfect together. And I would always and think I thought, like, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, but. But that's and I would think that's not a New Jersey accent. Where's this guy from? No. You know, no. that would be my next thought. Uh, yeah. yeah, it gets a little tiring. So you know, I had to do this thing tonight that I really feel like is happening a lot in the current era that we're living through. You know, this dark mm-hmm. passage, as I like to call it. Um, what's yeah. happening a lot is people basically saying goodbye to other people because they're like, you know, you're a dick and I can't deal with you anymore. That that kind of thing is going on. And and I had to say to this guy. How come every time like you interact with me, you're telling me how poorly I'm living, how I don't know how to live, and you do, and you figured it out, and I'm just some dope living in New Jersey, and who would want to live in New Jersey? And, uh, <laughs> and I said, feel free. Feel free to unfriend me. Now, th- keep in mind, this is a guy, you know, I, I, I've never physically met him, Matt. This is the interesting part. Yeah. I've only written back and forth and talked to him on the phone, never physically laid eyes on the guy. And uh, he's kind of like a vestige from the trucking thing that I did. Right. Uh, and there are good vestiges and, and bad vestiges. Some truck drivers I, I, I really look forward to talking to and hearing from, and I stay in touch with. But then there are a few that are just determined to to tell me how I got it all wrong. Yeah, and, you know, to, to see you. Do you know people like that, by the way? Not, you... uh, I don't know. Mm. Say, you know, I, I know. I, I remember like growing up and like having a bunch of high school friends, like the, the whole clique, all that. But like noticing my parents, my parents only had like three friends. Yeah. And I and I and now I understand that like as you age, as you get older, you kind of lose all that excess, like you know, chaff of friends. You know, and you, yeah. you, you keep the you keep the good ones. You know. I think you're right. I think there is a, a sort of a sifting process that goes on, and maybe yeah. uh, you know people exit your life, and maybe they'll come back into it. Who knows? You never know. Yeah, that, that exactly. doesn't mean. Yeah, like and, you know, it's permanent. And right? I think too, like the, the the social media apparatus that we're all kind of stuck stuck living with makes it harder to just kind of like step away from certain people. Like if it wasn't for social media, would you have any any contact with that that trucker? Uh, probably, probably not. No, not no. Right? Yeah, I, I could uh, count on the fingers yeah. of one hand the number of truck drivers who have my phone number and who call me from time to time or text me, and me so I them. Zuckerberg. You know? And these are, by the way, truck drivers who uh, don't see eye to eye with me politically, but we still manage to converse and respect each other. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they uh, over the years I've seen them come more towards my position. And on things, especially as they see the way things are playing out in this country. And, yeah. You know, so what is your favorite? Man, I still think that would be a great episode that you did uh, of just like your story of how you exited the whole trucker radio thing. Uh, so someday. To you on that. I, I'm thinking of this two year anniversary. Uh, you know, I might write about it and say something about it. Um, because I think like two years is a significant amount of time to really be able to look back and think, you know, and piece together what happened and try to tell the story of what happened. But how much interest is there in that? Beyond you and me and a few other people, Matt, really, how many people want to know is, you know, what I'm wondering. So, uh, I think it's just a good start. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But season four of the Trump uh, presidency, oh, my God. The... uh, this season's going to be a, a hoot. I mean, just the the opening with let's let's start World War Three. 
as as the, yeah uh, the drone the strike on uh, the drone strike on Suleiman that uh, everybody's like hey what are you complaining about he was a bad guy he killed Americans you know what are you complaining about and yeah. you're like okay well it sort of was. Uh, you know, we, we signed this thing called the Geneva Convention. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, there are some who say the Geneva Convention is like uh, an, an American innovation. You know, it's an American thing. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's agree how we fight, uh, how we declare war and fight war and do all this stuff. So so this is, you know, right now what we're doing. And did you see that thing about Gallagher? You know, uh, not Gallagher who smashes watermelons with a huge mallet, <laughs> but Gallagher, the Navy Why, SEAL. Is he running? Uh, I could he couldn't do worse than what we're we're currently experiencing, but uh, Gallagher, the guy, uh, the Navy SEAL who stabbed the kid, and then they he got off on the whole thing. He he was. Uh, and, Is he the one that's on like the campaign trail right now? Um, he he's peddling T-shirts. I know that he's like selling merch oh, yeah, off yeah, of this yeah, thing. That's, yeah, that's the guy. And yeah. he uh, he's he's on Fox News every other minute, you know. Oh my god! And um, you know, Fox News. It's it seems like the more stuff you watch uh, about how the world has taken this horrible turn, the more the lines go back to Fox News and Rupert Murdoch, you know. And the more you see their hand in a lot of chaos in the world, and just because oh, yeah. they, it's this constant. Uh, sewer of disinformation and lies and uh, just just misleading people. Not so much, you know, people always want to give it out for the news, the actual news on Fox News. More, they point the finger at Sean Hannity and uh, Fox and Friends, the president's favorite show. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in the presence of Brian Kilmeade and, and it's really... It was very unsettling to me. I mean, I wanted to turn he's to him sick, and say, right? "He's pretty." Well, he he's, was plugging books. You know, he was flogging books, I and mean, when people are flogging their book, they're usually very pleasant and they're very uh, pliable and agreeable and nice. And you know, so and we just talked about the damn book. I didn't. I, I wasn't about to get into anything else because you know I'm do, I'm at work. Yeah. See, and right. but I'm telling you, there was a very plastic presence to the man. I don't know how else to put it. And plastic in mm-hmm. the sense of the word, like easily moldable, say whatever he has to say to keep the paycheck coming in. And Lord knows those people are going to be, I, I, you know, when the apocalypse comes, if it comes, Matt, I hope it doesn't come, you know, because yeah. there is especially the people like out here. there. Yeah, we like it here. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, they, you will have to put them down as one of the architects of it is all I'm saying. And oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm I mean, did you, even, did you hear today that um, Disney announced that they're uh, taking the word Fox out of Fox 20th century films because they don't want to associate with any other Fox, um, you know, company. Really? So I, I, thought that mm. was, I thought that was pretty uh, interesting and a smart move, too, because, uh, you know, who wants to associate with that other than, or at least, I, I don't know. I know I can name a few people that probably do want to associate with Fox, but... yeah. Um, yeah, and you know the story of this guy Hyde in Connecticut. Uh, just to wrap mm-hmm. things up, you know he. This is another like thing that's happening now that I can't believe. I look at and I go, "What the fuck? What the fuck is that?" And this, yeah. um, it, he's like Gallagher in now. He's kind of marketing himself on his social media, and I think he's even selling some kind of merch. Uh, but here, I got to read the last paragraph of the story. It says, This week, Mr. Hyde appeared to embrace his newfound notoriety. A stream of posts on his social media accounts included a video of himself and another man doing push-ups by a body of water as a German shepherd wandered around. A document purporting to show that he had paid his child support ab- obligations as of Tuesday and attacks on Democrats and the media. So uh, this guy's he's kind of out of his mind and and he wants to run for public office and he's somehow tied in to this whole thing with Ukraine in that uh, is a very real possibility they were having the ambassador followed. And there's an implication in what yeah. this guy has written to Rudy Giuliani that maybe they could find someone and pay someone to uh, make their problem go away kind of thing. It's very. Yeah. <laughs> and did you hear that Ukraine is now opening up an investigation into all this? Uh, yes, 
that that's thank and, you for for reminding me. They are they're opening a, an know, investigation. You know what that reminds me of? The, that Twilight Zone, the monkey paw. Like, oh, the monkey paw got your wish, like a finger curled for Donald Trump. Donald Trump wanted an investigation to happen in Ukraine. Well, he, he got one, all right. Yeah. So he's getting one. Well, maybe not the one he wants. And and meanwhile, yeah. we, we haven't mentioned we're halfway through the program. There's another mm-hmm. half an hour left of Aerial View on the houndnyc.com, where uh, every Sunday brand new Hound Howl shows at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And then... Crash in the party with Mark and Miri in the doo-wop chop shop of the air at 5 p.m. Eastern time. But uh, So the erratic ex-landscaper, that story caught my attention. That's in the Upside Down update. Uh, the Navy SEAL story, you got to go find this thing uh, called The Weekly, and it's a New York Times production, but there you go. And they uh, basically in 23 minutes lay out why this is so appalling because uh, what people don't get who are trying to be hyper masculine and talk about warriors and great warriors is that, you know, the, the only reason that the Geneva conventions came about is so that people who were like prisoners of war, among other things, weren't tortured and, and people weren't indiscriminately murdered and killed. And like, there was Mm -hmm. some, uh, you know, civilization saying, can we write some rules if we're going to have warfare Maybe we should just have some rules about it. And we were like, okay, yeah, you know, good idea, great idea. Let's do mm-hmm. that. And and now we've proven that we don't care about these things. Because the yeah. next time, if there is a well, war no, with I Iran like- and our guys get captured, do you think anyone's going to stop from murdering those captives or otherwise uh, torturing them or mistreating them and essentially saying, well, you do it. You know, what? how could you... Now, how could you turn to us and say, what are you doing? This is inhumane. You you clearly don't mm-hmm. care that it goes on. And you do it to our guys, and we'll do it to your guys. I mean, you know, that's the new rule. It's not in the Geneva that's, Convention, yeah. but it's the new rule because you – because, see, that's the thing. When they talk about this president, you know, shattering norms, I know it sounds like, oh, what's the big deal? Some norms, they need to be shattered, you know, so he's shaking it up disruption isn't that what we're always hearing you got to disrupt mm-hmm. things but these are norms that uh, we that, that we've kept things civilized by for many years and now yeah. we're headed into this weird we're devolving it's like what Devo yeah. said you know we we are devolved that's my th- not, this is what I see maybe yeah. you see something different there, is, there is some de-evolution for sure but something I realize now that I'm like hitting like you know my midlife that I, I've no I've realized now that we're all children that you know like Joe Biden's 81 Bernie's and like all these Trumps we're all children it doesn't matter we don't live old we don't live long enough to to I think mature to get to that level you know of of we where we can all just have peace and love and understanding I like realize it now that you know well this maybe is- if we you know, if we were like two hundred years old, maybe we would get it right. But it's just—I uh, don't know. I think uh, I, don't, I don't know what to think in this in this climate. But I guess I guess realize that now, looking around, like seeing all these old men like saber rattling and doing all and like trying to inch us closer to, to to wars for for no reason other than that they don't they might have some dirt on. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to. Getting, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what they want anymore. To be honest, all I know is that they're covering up. They, they want to hang on to what they. It's like that four season yeah, song. It, Let's it, hang on yeah. to what we've got. That's what it's. I mean, yeah. they really don't want to lose their uh, privileged place in society. That's uh, and, exactly. You know, I know that simplifying the argument, it may be more complex than that. Uh, and and Lord knows, I've been accused before of simplifying arguments. It's okay. That's fine. But uh, there's there's a lot of truth to it, and I think it's fairly accurate to say mm-hmm. that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like uh, you look at the flat circle that is history or time or whatever you want to call it, and mm-hmm. you see the way things happen that happened before, or they remind you of things that happened before. Now, Finally, let's get to the impeachment, which is now underway, because in an interesting twist today, I say an interesting twist today, Ken Starr gets added and to the president's defense team. That is so, so down. That and the guy who um, who defended Epstein. 
Alan so Gershowitz, yes, yeah, who uh, has been portrayed on film, one of the few living people and actual living lawyers, I guess, to really drill down, uh, who's mm-hmm. been portrayed on film. And was so, that for the OJ trial? Uh, yeah, that, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, maybe the Klaus von Bulow thing too. Was he part of that? Alan Dershowitz. I, I don't know. I'm trying to parse it out, but they, they got a picture of what Ken Starr looks like now. He's obviously older. He's lost hair. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, his hair is turned white. He's in a very contemplative pose. He's got his his chin resting on his left hand. He looks kind of like Dick Cheney's brother and. So uh, he has been added to the defense trial of uh, our current president. And by the way, in the 20... Sorry, go ahead. Did you see the tweet from Monica Lewinsky? I I did not. Are you you fucking kidding me? Is is that what she said? Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Good good for you, Monica Lewinsky. Good for you. So um, in the 28 days that uh, Nancy Pelosi withheld the articles of impeachment... Uh, and mm-hmm. people wanted to know what the hell she was doing and why are you doing that and stupid and Mitch McConnell, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out we found we found out a lot about <laughs> what's, you know, we found out a lot of like like uh, new evidence has come to light, man. New evidence yeah, yeah. has come to light. And so yeah. uh, as it turns out, it was it was good to wait because now there may be some. Uh, dare I say, members of the GOP who demand that uh, there be some witnesses brought before them. John Bolton has said he will testify, right. among others. And maybe they get Lev Parnas up there and Igor Froome or whatever the hell his name is, and they testify, and it starts to get interesting. You see, you see these big sweaty men on TV, and all you know the lights under the hot lights, and their faces are all wet. They're sweating. They're like, oh, God, what did I get myself into? Oh, God, how do I get out of this? Oh, God, oh, God. You know what I'm saying? That could make for interesting TV. I would have to figure out how to watch C-SPAN. I have no... That crazy ex <laughs> kind of thing. Like, oh, you don't think I exist? You don't think we're friends? Well, let me, you know, release a photo every time you deny it. Well... And I think there was even a photo that he released with one of the other... Um, uh, defense law, uh, lawyers of Trump, uh, the, the blonde woman. I, I don't know. I don't. Is, but I guess I'll, oh, Listen, even, how, you know. how could you be expected to keep track of them considering how often they, they come and go and he changes them out and he swaps really, yeah. in another one and he adds yet more and because he is a criminal. So criminals have to uh, yeah. try to, you know, you know, you, you know. They, what they am get- I saying to you? You know, uh, but I mean, I mean, and, and just to get away, like the, the thought of that we don't have, like everybody's in the what do they call it, the acting, like acting position or whatever, or former or whatever, that we don't have, we don't have any of these, like like a good Secretary of Defense, like anybody that was gonna, you know, help if we did ever get into it, like a, a large scale war, you know, like we got nobody on the bench, so we're, we're filled with, with businessmen with no. Uh, no prior experience in any of this. Well, do any of the Democrats excite you, Matt? Be honest. What's that? Do any of the Democrats, you know, do they? Do any yeah, of them? Are I'm, you? Are you a Bernie Bro? Are you uh, Elizabeth Bernie Warren? Bro. Maybe. Yeah, I am. I mean, he's the no, only one. Mm-hmm. I almost got into it at the barbershop yesterday because this old guy comes in, he starts talking shit about Bernie, and, like out of nowhere, and I'm like, you got like. How could you talk shit on a, on a politician who's got no dirt on him? He's, he, he was on the right side of every um, topic that, that has come up in the last you know, 40, 50 years or so. It's so I wish because he was maybe like he's 30 a years socialist. So, sure, but like. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, you know, it's tough because and, Bernie, uh, he, he doesn't want to drop the whole socialist thing, right? And they're gonna they're gonna excoriate him on that word. They're gonna every time you see an ad, if he becomes a nominee, every time you see an mm-hmm. ad it, from the other side, from the red side. What are they? The red side? I always yeah. forget. We're the blue side. So. I don't know. I'm on the blue yeah, side. Yeah, the red hats. Yeah, the know. red hats versus <laughs> the blue hats. And uh, it's just gonna flash the word socialist across his face. Yeah. You know? And then and then I don't because, know when socialist became like a, a, a bad word. I always remember communism was a bad word. 
but uh, don't like I always have to correct some of my uh, you know right leaning friends that we are do live in a socialist country. I mean, yes. we collect people who collect social security, right? You know, um, but you see, that's the thing they're trying. They're trying to get a very much socialist kind of structure in the terms of you, uh, the soldiers get housing, they get Medicare, they get all you know all these things kind of you know given to them for the greater you know good of everybody. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, listen, yeah. you are it's, uh, you're trying to have a scalpel conversation with a hacksaw, unfortunately, is what how I would put it. Because, you know, anytime you, the scalpel, tries to discuss something with the hacksaw, the hacksaw is always like, no, 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 that's not the way it Black is. But yeah, at some point, we switched from commie to socialist because commie, I guess, uh, after perestroika, and uh, after Gorbachev, I guess the commies we didn't hate on hate on them so much anymore because there was no Soviet Socialist Republic anymore, right? And and there were yeah. the, the commies were still in charge, and they and now you know it's essentially a dictatorship. I mean, Putin's in charge, and right. you know I love that he he retired or something this last week, but he's still everyone's like, yeah, no, he's still in charge though. But. You know, it's been said that <laughs> he might be the wealthiest person in the world, and we just don't know it. We just don't, we don't really know. But they, there's estimates that he's like worth more than anybody else on the planet. And uh, if he is, it's you know, it's through corruption, and that's I believe it. You know, yeah. that's what we really have to convince the American people that we should eradicate. It's not commies or socialists. I mean, commies, first of all, ain't around. But even someone who, mm-hmm. Bernie, look, Bernie is hanging on to this thing, Dem- democratic socialism, and uh, he's going to wear that. He might wear that proudly all the way to the bitter end. Who knows? If he, yeah. Because, you know, right now, Bernie's got a lot of momentum. We're going into Iowa caucuses, and he, in some polls, is, is out ahead. He's got support, widespread support. Yeah. He's doing really well. You know, he did well on the debate. He got a couple of laughs, two or three good lines in. And uh, Biden, he's still, and I'm, you know, I heard him describe this way, and I agree with it. He's like someone trying to land a light plane, and the plane is sort of approaching the runway. But as you could see, as it's descending, the wings are sort of wobbling, and you don't know. You're like, is that thing gonna land? And then finally, like one wheel touches down, and then another, and it skids a little bit, but it's it's on the ground, and you're like, good, good for that guy. He landed yeah, that oh, plane. And I don't for that eighty-one-year-old. Yeah, I don't want to have that feeling. You know, it's a bad, it's a bad yeah. feeling. Uh, you know, uh, it was an interesting debate, but I, I missed Andrew Yang. I kind of wish he had been up there. He is uh, going to be on TV tonight on Real Time, actually. Uh, right and yeah, I like yeah. I, I could uh, get behind Yang too. I mean, you could uh, be in the Yang Gang. Is that what you're saying? I could be in the Yang Gang. Yeah. I, uh, but you know, maybe maybe not this year. Maybe twenty twenty four, twenty eight, whatever. You know, well, you know, when t- I hate to say it, when some of these older guys are like too old to to run, and then we get a nice new uh, stock of forty to fifty year old people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That yeah, that's what we need. Uh, uh, progressive worldview than some of these old timers. Um, well, like what, what Biden scares me is that he he brings he brings kind of that uh, like. Like outdated that you're like what the um so are you talking about the malarkey tour? I don't even know. I'm talking about the his stance on marijuana and saying that he made a comment that it's a gateway drug. So it's like that was like proven wrong. It's a gateway drug, right? It's a gateway to being able to deal with the age of anxiety that we are currently living through. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Drone strike, just like that. Is there a drink out there, by the way, called drone strike yet? Like a cocktail that costs $16? What would it have in it, by the way? If you were to. Drone strike. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be so much what was in it, but like how you received it. Oh, they'd have to throw it at you. Just like, they just throw it at you, like out of here. You like turn around and they just throw a drink in your face. Here's your so, drone yeah. strike. Get out. Now drink it and get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have those doo wop seventy eights by any chance? Uh, uh, yeah, but it, uh, you know, 
I was thinking, the other thing I was thinking today driving around, I have some of my best thoughts while I'm driving around, see? Mm -hmm. Just driving around, and I'm thinking uh, things have gotten really, really, really weird out here um, because I I keep thinking about, um, you know, if and when uh, we manage to put an end to what's going on right now by uh, namely Mm -hmm. putting somebody else in to... uh, the most powerful position in the world. Uh, I, I, another four years of this, I I don't know. I just don't know how, what, and what we would look like after four more years of this. And there are people uh, out there. Yes. I was say there's a documentary. It's called uh, Mad Max: Beyond the Thunderdome. I feel like that's where that's where we're heading. You know, or even better, you're it's not like wrong. if you're a Star Trek Next Generation fan. There was the, the, the 2020s was the decade, was the, the era in the Star Trek universe where humanity did fall off. And it was just like barbaric again and, and dest- uh, destructive. And uh, we didn't think we were going to get out of it. And then through all that uh, uh, wow. carnage and mess came the, uh, the uh, Federation, you know? The Federation so, of Planets, right? Is that of planets? Yes. Okay. Yes. Not even just. Man, we, had, we had some aliens. The, the Vulcans need to come in and tell us, you know, to hey, cool what it, the hell man. you guys doing? To yeah, think right. logically. Yeah. You know. And we were like, why would we start doing that now? Huh? Yeah. Why would we start doing that now? Well, uh, yeah. I, there, listen, Matt. Uh, thank you, by the way. For joining yeah. me here, uh, and, no, yeah, and, pleasure. Yeah, uh, I'm not rushing you off the phone, by the way, because I, I had uh, another question for you. Um, yeah. Of all the things you've seen in the news currently, what is there a favorite, a particular favorite of yours, one that you bookmarked or otherwise thought I have to go back and reread oh, that? God, I, not to know, put you I, on the I spot. I meant to grab my anything. computer just to pull up all my bookmarks, yeah. but. Um, I don't know. I'm just happy that this this impeachment thing is 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 plugging away. Um, I'm really interested to see if we can if you know you know that scene in um, in the Spielberg Lincoln movie. Have you seen that movie where it's like they're they're casting the votes and suddenly out of nowhere like the like the Democrats are really like are flipping and and, are, and voting for emancipation and all this stuff. Um, yes, like I, I remember that something scene. like that happens where it's just like there's just like a, a moment of clarity for the like because uh, uh, a handful we just need four republicans uh, dare i say three because i think mitt romney is pretty much sold on on voting for at least seeing witnesses mitt romney. Uh, and i'd love to see uh john bolton and uh, this lee parnas guy um you know get questioned but as, as long as uh bolton doesn't wear a white suit that's the only thing <laughs> I don't think anybody will really take him seriously. Because he'd look like Mark Twain, or or because or, I, was, uh, I was going with Colonel Sanders. Colonel yeah. Sanders, yeah, that's the uh, okay. If it was I a tweed it. suit, then maybe Mark Twain, yeah, and a, and, a, and a straw hat or something. But uh, well, oh here God. here here are just a few of mine. You know, in terms of uh, the things that are going on in the upside down, Trump is mm-hmm. fr- trying to further degrade. Michelle Obama's school nutrition guidelines. I mean, he's asking he's asking the agriculture department to look into it, and uh, essentially, uh, you know, you can feed pink slime to kids again. You were worried that you wouldn't yeah. be able to feed them pink slime. Well, don't worry any any further. The Supreme Court to consider limits on contraception coverage. That's there you go. So more yeah. people having kids that maybe aren't ready to have a kid or don't want to have a kid. So that's always. And you know, speaking about bookmarks, you know something I, I realized last month was uh, in terms of uh, the first lady, our current first lady, and her whole campaign of, of titled "Beat Best." I never really understood why it was called like "Beat Best" is such a weird uh, like catchphrase or call well, to action, but it, it's a it's a one up from Michelle Obama's because hers is "Be Better," so they're like, "Oh, we'll just be best." Oh, like is that what Michelle even, Michelle that, Obama's was? I didn't. I don't. I didn't know that. So she went from be better to be best, even though be best, be best. is not really necessarily yeah. English. Uh, constru- yeah, you know, and the apparently way she, yes. They, and she apparently plagiarized uh, Michelle Obama's uh, press release for the whole for her whole campaign four years ago when they when they started it all. But that was in the article too. Oh God! 
These people. Where does it end with these these people? These people. Where does it end with these people? There's no end. No end in sight. Well, do you um, have do you have dreams where you're just like yelling at Trump? I have dreams now where I just like I wake up at like four in the morning and go because it's just like I just spent like an hour just yelling at like full like how I think I could yell at like a like a child for for you know breaking doing something terrible you know it's just yeah I have another one of my reoccurring yelling at Trump dreams last night I don't know my dreams uh, yeah I they're just you know I said this last week on this program but uh, there are there's da- data or data however you would say who mm-hmm. would how would a Star Trek next generation fan say it data oh data, data, data. data. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's data. there's data on uh what you know? How many people are are seeking mental health services since Trump became president? It's way up. Like if you're a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you're probably doing better than you have in years because people are coming to you freaking out. They're just freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole. And you know what makes me freak out more than just about anything else, including the news and so on? It's the people who like what's going on right now. The people who were like happy and think this is great. And I, I, those people, I have yeah, a really the hard time. Sitting next to me at the barbershop. he was kind of like he was like into like how much uh, how he can rile up uh, the people in the shop talking about how uh, what Trump's doing. So I'm just gonna like, keep my mouth shut. Yeah, because if I don't, this guy's gonna like mess up my beard. So. Well, was it the barber or was it who was? No, doing, no, no. Oh. It, was the, it was the guy sitting next to me. But like, I didn't want to get you didn't want eyes, to just you know. You didn't want the barber to get distracted, and the next thing you know, there you are. Jugular cut, gushing yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want that. Uh, well, yeah, I, go, I go to Florida now. I don't think my barber even spoke English, the one that I had yesterday. I was at the flea market last, uh, I think it was two Saturdays ago. I'm at the Meadowlands mm-hmm. Flea Market, and I and I and there's a vendor there, and a guy's wearing like a, a jumpsuit, you know, service station kind of jumpsuit thing, and it's kind of cold, so it's insulated, and... He's a tall guy, and I hear him talking to somebody uh, approaches his table, a customer, and they're obviously talking about a job. Maybe they work at the same job, I'm thinking, and they're complaining mm-hmm. about what's going on in the job. And then the next thing I know, the guy says, the vendor says to the customer, so why, you know, why are they breaking Trump's balls? I don't understand it. He's doing nothing but good for this country. He's he's making this country great again, and all they do is bust his balls. And the other guy, the customer guy, is like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't, you know, things are really good, and all they do is complain. And things are really good. And I just thought for two minutes, I was like, oh, do I say anything? Do I keep my mouth shut? I'm not, I don't, you know, and I, I have to admit, I kept my mouth shut. You know, I, I just voted with my pocketbook, as they say. I thought I'm not buying anything yeah. from this guy. I'm not going to encourage this. And so I moved on. Dot org. So, so there you but go. But I feel like at a certain point, we're going to have to stop. Not saying stuff because it's like it's like it's why these evil men are in in power right now because I think good people aren't really are. I know, know, but you not know, saying that it's it's up to us. But I, at a certain point, it's going to boil down to just like the regular civilians. I don't know. I'm not talking about like civil war or anything. I'm, I'm just talking about like protesting and 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 getting out to vote and uh, and 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 having these having these debates. You know. Um, I remember growing up in the '80s, and my my grandparents, all the, all the old timers were around and stuff. There was, you know, half of them were Democrats, half of them were Republicans, and it was always like a fiery, good debate around this kitchen table. And everyone, you know, yeah. we're still family hugs and kissed and stuff. That time, week, that, that, but, that's gone. That's all. But there was the, there was the, the back and forth, you know, and um, like you said at the beginning of the show, I mean, back then the Republican Party was all about law and order and all that stuff, you know, and, and conservative values like family and all that. But now it's like I don't see any of those values at all in the uh, Republican Party. Um, you know, money, how much How much does it, how much can I make and how much can I hide from uh, my neighbor, you know? Well, and also so, how uh, much of this power can I hang on to, you know? That's the other part yeah, of the yeah. equation. I mean, they... Clingers, they, they, yeah. these clingers. Yeah, they they listen. They're on the government teat, and they don't want to give up. And they c- accuse everybody mm-hmm. else of being on the government teat. That's the best part. Right, but, that sounds pretty socialist, right there. 
Yeah, you know, uh, Noam Chomsky himself used to talk about Newt Gingrich, and and Newt Gingrich uh, was one of those people who liked to talk about welfare queens. Mm -hmm. And Noam Chomsky said, you know, the biggest welfare welfare queen of all is 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 this guy is Newt Gingrich. He he takes all of this yeah. pork back to his district in the form of subsidies yeah. and so on. And uh, he makes sure that a lot of federal dollars flows to wherever the hell he was from in Georgia or wherever the hell he was from. And, you know, that's right. our money. New Jersey gives way yeah. more money to the federal government than it sees back in any kind of benefit. So that's another oh, yeah. reason why I can't stand when people slag New Jersey and talk about how awful it is. And, they, you know, it, it, it pisses me off and it forces me into this position of having to defend New Jersey. And I. I don't want to do that either. You know what I mean? That's hey, you not know what my, my go-to thing with New Jersey is? Defending New Jersey? Yes. I say, you know, when Albert Einstein moved to America, he could have moved to any of the 50 states or 48 states at that time or whatever. He chose New Jersey. Yes. And he's, he was he was a pretty smart guy, so. Yeah. Are you smarter than Einstein? Come on. Yeah. Do you know more than Einstein? Well, listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for joining always me on the program. Nice. Yeah, always Thanks. good. Hey, and, you going uh, to the flea market tomorrow? Uh, we are supposed to go uh, see some friends. We're supposed to take a little bit of a road trip, and and, and who okay. knows what the snow has to say about any of that. Yeah, drive safe. Yeah, uh, I got snow tires, actual snow tires on the car, you know, because that whole oh, cool. all-weather, all-season thing, that's just a bunch of uh, malarkey, as Joe Biden would say, you know. No I such thing. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Matt, hey, from no, uh, Cottenberg Arts. And where can folks find you online if they would like to? Oh, uh, just guttenbergarts.org. Uh, you can find us uh, there and check us out. We got a, I put up a whole new set of uh, workshops, creative workshops online. So Now um, with glass blowing, too. Letterpress, sure. uh, Valentine's Day card class to, you know, ceramic wheel throwing, etching, monotypes. And listen, class. full disclosure, I'm on the board of Guttenberg Arts, as is Sweet Tea. But if you can't plug your friends, Matt, who can you plug? Huh? Who can you plug? Who yes. could you, hey, if you Mr. can't? Hey, McConnell is, and his wife are, are doing all, they, they plug each other all the time. So That's true. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. And uh, we're on the cusp of a three-day uh, weekend, actually. Monday is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Spend some time contemplating... This nation's racist past, its racist, racist current, and its hopefully racist-free future, you could spend your weekend contemplating that while you're digging out from the snowstorm that's going to hit the Northeast, if that's uh, what you'd like to do. I am really happy to have been here for the last hour, and I'll turn you over to the Vintage Hound Shows coming up again in just a few minutes. And then on Sunday, don't forget, there's a new... Hound Howl that you could hear at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and uh, emanating there from New York City, thehoundnyc.com. And uh, then after the Hound at 3 p.m., crashing the party at 5 p.m. with Mark and Miriam, the doo wop chop shop of the air. And I will see you again next Friday. Don't forget, this show is also available as a podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just look for wherever you get podcasts. You will find it.